Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. I can put you in. I've been a throw up the sex in a. Honestly, I think the music part where we're all just jamming out is one of my favorite parts. But welcome to this episode of Pillows and Beer. I am here in New York City. Uh, joined by me from his home in Charleston is my bestie, Austin Kroll. And then our other bestie, Nick Norris, in whatever one of the Virginias that he lives in. What's up, Wherever the hell that you live, Nick. Wherever Charleston, Nick Virginia. How do you feel this week, by the way, buddy? How do you feel? Are you recovered? I'm pretty much recovered. Yeah, I just got to get my energy back. That's the only thing. Other than that, I'm fine. I'm good to yeah. go. Do you, yeah, it do is you care if we sucker. ask if you were um, if you were vaccinated? Thrice. Wait, what does thrice mean? Three times? Well, you know, I got the booster as well, so that's three shots. And you and you didn't. I mean, what? Fortunately, you served three shots. Well, the two. Moderna one, Moderna two, and then the booster. Oh, oh, right, 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 right. Okay, okay. Um, and so you survived, which is good. Um, but you had a hairy couple of days, or not hairy, but you just it. What, you I felt sick. call them hairy. Yeah, I mean, it was. I mean, my fever at the worst was one of two, which is pretty up there. Yeah. Um, well, so. we're we're happy that you're uh, you're feeling better. Um, uh, yeah. Last time on the podcast, man, Nick Nick was just sitting there, <laughs> just like you know, for all you listen. He was just sitting there, and like I, I, I almost wanted to check his pulse. To be honest, what are you drinking? <clears throat> you know, like, uh, what are you drinking on today? Who, Nick or me? Both. Of I you. have water in front of me. Nice. I know, and Craig has a uh, like. Uh, all right, Craig. Craig is like making me jealous with, with his wine glass. But <laughs> Craig just put his camera down. He has. Um, what well, I was joking to him prior to this, uh, a Johnny Depp sized glass of rose. But now that I see it, it's just a normal, you know, poor rose. He has a Pellegrino and a diet Dr. Pepper. That's right. Um, I'm on a Greek food kick, so I just had a bunch of Greek food um, delivered. Paige is like kind of in and out of napping on the couch because she just got back from Italy. And I just kind of like stuff my face when I'm up here. I mean, I, I do it in a healthier way now that I'm on this like kick, but I mean, it's just so easy to be like, you know what? I'm kind of bored. I guess I'm going to order from another restaurant. Well, I mean, 100% I was just about to ask you because the Greek food thing that you just said is like, you like can make it healthier, right? So it's like, you know, chicken and then like the tomato and cucumber salad yeah. perhaps. And then the Greek salad where you, where you don't have to add the dressing to it. And then the rice is like potentially the only thing that's like an unhealthy, but like the Greek thing too here, you know, you know that, that, that like, you know, we always go to Kairos and, and it's definitely a thing. But when, when you're on vacation, it's clearly one, it's the hardest to keep up with any sort of like diet routine or workout routine because you're like, well, I'll, I'll just get back to it when I get back to Charleston and, and then that'll kill you, especially with how long that you're out of town for. Yeah, that that would be a disaster. I got to work out with my, I was home for father's day uh, in Delaware. <clears throat> God, I had a, a very awful travel experience recently, but, um, yeah, I, I actually kind of want to hear about it. And I'm curious to hear about Paige's travel horrors which I hope that she kind of told to you, uh, I mean, if, if she had any, but I'm sure that she did if like she was going to Europe. I just hear the worst 
shit. Well, hers was just entertaining and funny because it was her, she was traveling with her parents to Italy, and I don't think her dad like travels that much. So you know, like I was still at the house or the apartment last week, and she was getting a call like you know four hours before their flight time. Like, where are you? Like, we're here about to check our bags, and she's like, I'm at my apartment. Um, <laughs> And uh, we funny. we kind of look funny. forward to like the day that we travel with both our parents because it's going to be out of like a, you know a um oh fuck what's the classic they did in uh, Chevy Chase Chevy Chase movie I don't know Chevy <laughs> Chevy Chase yeah, yeah. Uh, Euro trip or, or or wait European vacation, vacation. Yeah, yeah European, European. Christmas um, vacation but yeah I, I I I think it's funny to travel. With parents and you saying that just sounds like my nightmare, Craig. Because if I go to the airport, like I don't travel often with them, but you know we do do a couple of family vacays. I went to Hawaii last summer, as you know, and and in the airport, you know, we're we're like an hour early, of course. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna go to that bar, you know. And airport rules, everyone knows that there are no airport rules. Right. So we go to the airport bar. I'm sitting there with my sister, you know, and my mom is like. Really, Austin? Already? I'm like, Mom, first yes, off, we it's like through the 3 o'clock. The yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, first off, it's 3 o'clock. Just be glad that, like, it's not 8 because then you'd really see me in my element. But, like, it's 3 o'clock. It's totally normal. This bar is packed. I'm going to have a beer. Yeah. And then she's like, all right, all right. And then she walks off. And then I get another beer. And she's like, Austin. I'm like, mother, what do you think happens in life when you're not around? You know, <laughs> do you think that I limit myself to one beer? Anyways, traveling with family is a, a trip to say the least. Yeah. It's a um, trip within a trip. It's, it's definitely an experience. Um, yeah, it's funny. She's probably like, yeah, I, I realize what happens, but I like to act like, you know, I, I try to not think about what, what happens. Um, what does that mean? Like your mom being like, you're like, what, what do you oh, expect right, happens? Right. And she's like, well, I get it, but I just don't like to see it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, so let's go back to father. I haven't traveled. I haven't flown with my parents in years. Yeah. Um, well, you're a lucky man. Well, I mean, I, that. yeah, oh, but uh, we usually meet places. Um, but I would like to take them to Europe because they've never been and they've always, you know, they don't, what? they don't have any like desire to go. But then when Paige and I like tell them that we're going to take them and like, we know what we're doing, they're more comfortable. I think they're like more, they're just nervous about it. They're just like, we've got plenty to do over here. We don't know, <laughs> like, you know, to do where in Delaware. No, they, I mean, they go to, they go to Florida a lot, the islands. They love Hawaii. Um, but I think my dad would love the history of Europe. Uh, you know, like yeah, Italy my uh, dad, my dad has certainly been, but he'd never been to Paris. And so my mom took him like in the past five, five or so years, probably like, you know, three or so years. And, you know, he was just so excited to like sit at the cafes and go to the, you know, go to the arc and, 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 you know, go to the Eiffel. He was just like so excited. And, you know, my dad is such like a, he, he, he will weep. At, at like the you know the quickest things he's like that butterfly over there it just flaps its wings and it's just and he gets choked up so I can only imagine him in freaking Paris he probably like just crying had, around the city yes yes just crying <laughs> everything like he saw he was like look it's a latte like <laughs> no. <laughs> no they're very sweet I'm glad I got to see him last week yeah for birthday and then we both got to be home for Father's Day which was we were fortunate about I was I did Father's Day on Saturday. Um, yeah, tell me what y'all did. 
Uh, we we Christopher brought the puppies over, so we had all the goldens at the house, and of course, you know, there's Chris. The guys are like my my brother took over the family business, and my dad's like officially out, which you know he he that's just tough for anyone. Like he's enjoying retirement, but he still likes to feel connected to it. But my brother, I think is more like, get out of here. <laughs> like we, yeah. we run things like so much, like, like Christopher's, uh, my dad and I are similar with our like empathy and Christopher's like business is business and we are booming and we're gonna, you know, anyway, it's, it, that's a longer story. But so Christopher like came over the house, but my dad happened to schedule the power washers to come on the day we were supposed to eat crabs outside. So Christopher was like, why the hell did you schedule the power washers? And it was just all innocent stuff. So we had a classic, like, you know, them just like kind of Christopher bitching and, um, and then, but then we set up in the garage and we, Christopher brought crabs over. So we ate crabs. Uh, Christopher and I actually worked out together, which we, I don't think we've ever done. And then there was a moment, though, when the four of us were eating crabs around the table, like we've got a TV in the garage that I was like, this is happiness for me. I was like, I'm totally content doing this forever. And yeah, that's it was awesome. like a perfect, like a perfect day. Um, you know, I, as you get older and you like it takes little like it, it takes less to have a perfect moment because um, you really start to cherish like the company around you um but yeah it, it was it was fun so that's what we did so for all those listening you just heard craig say christopher about you know 24 times during that story christopher got a little uh moment in the spotlight recently didn't he <laughs> i i just saw like a couple of blogs i don't i don't seek out blogs because of how you know negative that they can be but i came upon it and i just started laughing it's like wait so you're telling me that craig has a hot blonde brother and so it it it, it kind of made me laugh. Did uh, did it, you see that? And more importantly, did Christopher see that? I did see it. Um, well, Christopher like sent it to me and was like, "So, what's the etiquette here? Do I like repost it or do I say thank you or what?" And I was like, "Just if you want, you can message it, message them and say thank you." But I was like, right. "Don't repost it because." We technically aren't supposed to see these things anyway, but um, right, you know, it was right. real flattering. But he, he was funny. <laughs> We're not he's supposed like, to see these things. Yeah, he was like, he's like, yeah, what's the what's the etiquette? Um, but you know, <laughs> that's like, funny. Sometimes, what would, that, what would that look like? Like, oh, thank you. <laughs> and then the accounts is like, uh, you're welcome. For me, it really helps reinforce the, you know, my ideology about it that. It's everything so short lived because if you don't know that I have a brother and Christopher's been on the show plenty of times like that yeah, reinforces the fact that like, you know, a lot of times viewers live week to week. <laughs> and, no, totally, Craig. Um, I mean, I am astonished and I've told you things before where I'm like, wait, what do you mean that like you don't know that I'm you know from Charlotte? I only say it like once an episode and people are like, Oh, I didn't know that you're from Charlotte. And like, Oh my gosh. Like you, you know, or just something like that. Like the fact that they didn't know that you had a brother, like what? <laughs> of course you went over that. However many times in, in your years on this show. Um, but yeah, so I did Saturday. Um, and then I tried to be responsible on Sunday and get to the city in time for some press we were doing this week, but that didn't work. But I'll tell you about that later. What did you guys do for um, for Father's Day? For Father's Day. 
I uh, I drove out to Seabrook, which is so weird to say because normally it's I'm driving out to Kiowa, so I drove out to Seabrook because that's where my family lives now. And uh, I played a round of golf with my dad. My my mom was there also, but but she kind of just played nine, and then she bailed so she could go home. And and she was like, "I'm gonna make you guys like you know some margaritas and this and that, and you know have have some food ready for uh, you guys when you get home." And so it was just really nice to play golf with my dad. But going back to like the airport thing, Greg, when the cart lady came around, right? Because it was like a Sunday at like the tea time was at noon. And I had such a Charleston weekend, Craig. I had such a Charleston weekend, except I did not go to trio um, on Saturday night. And like a lot of people did. And, and, and I didn't go, if I would have gone to trio, that would have been the quintessential Charleston weekend. It was just a lot of stuff, right? From like my birthday on Thursday to, so anyways, I actually used that Sunday in an interview. I was like, I know you guys don't know what this means, and I love the guys that own it, but the fact that I don't go to Trio multiple nights a week anymore, let alone the fact that I can't tell you the last time I was there might have been Halloween, means that I'm becoming more of an adult. <laughs> Based <laughs> on how many... To, right? Yeah. It, it, it's, uh, you know, we love Charleston, but, you know, goodness, it can suck you in. And, like, after a weekend like that, right, where, like, I went to the Wanderer and, like, I got a table, right, so, that, so I could have you know, my own space oh, and Reese came and it, and it was a blast. And, uh, and then on Sunday I was like, Oh boy, what did I do this weekend? You know? So it's like the cart lady came around and what did I do? I got a transfusion. And of course my mom just looks at me and I'm like, mom, mom, you gotta accept you? this. Like drinking yeah, is like, a part of my life. St- I'm like, can you stop? I'm like drinking a transfusion and it's, it's, it's okay. Like it is just like a vodka drink. It, it is okay. And then, and then, uh, yeah, but, but it was a wonderful day, Craig. And, uh, exactly like you said, it's like, I find those to be such fun moments. Like I don't feel like I'm, you know, missing out on things when I go out to Seabrook to hang out with my family. You know, it was like such a, perfect, I, I honestly day. feel bad for the years that I've never like dreaded going home. I've always really like, re- like requence, whatever. I've always enjoyed going home. Dude, we did. I've done so many interviews in the last two days. Um, I know you have. I'm never going to remember that word. But I've always liked going home. But, I mean, there were years where I'd, like, miss my flight and, you know, from being out too late. And, like, I just start to, like, it's, I, I don't dwell on it, but sometimes I feel bad for that. You know, those college years when you do disappear and you realize oh my now gosh. that your parents just wanted to like, you know, you were their best friend for so long and they just miss or, you. you or know? like they were so excited that you were home from college or that you were home for Christmas. And then you're so excited to go and see your friends yeah. and talk about college. That's like, mom, when is dinner? Right. So like in my house, we always we always, or I always like Austin, you have to eat dinner at home. But my mom, bless her heart. She always cooks and and she cooks well, but like we could not eat dinner until like eight o'clock and we'd be done like at nine 30. I'd be like, mom, the guys are all meeting up. I have to go. I want to slug some beers and talk about college. And we just finished eating at like 9.30, right? And like I look back on those days and, and I feel bad because now, you know, when I'm with them, I don't 
give a shit about you know anything else that's going on. No, they um, just, they kept being like like Christopher went out, which I was happy for him because Christopher like wakes up at like five thirty, gets to the office, like he works really hard. But they were like, Craig, you can go out if you want, and I was like, there cannot be anything more far from what I want to do right now. I want to lay on our like comfy couch in the living room, yeah, with you guys yeah. and the dogs. And um, what'd you watch? What'd you watch? Because I watched something funny, and I'm kind of excited to tell you about it. Um. Oh, uh, just the, it it was kind of a miss, but it was good because the dogs were being crazy, but just the Sandra Bullock and Channing Tatum movie. I had watched it already with Paige. I think she fell asleep. Um, it was kind of just on in the background and we ended up just talking. So after dinner, which was lovely, I had told them that I was going to go home because, um, I had a busy, busy freaking birthday week. I mean, it feels like last Monday, Craig was like, a month ago, right? But last Monday, we had dinner in New York for the beginning of my birthday week. That's right. right? So yeah. it was just a long, long week. And I was like, hey, I just like want to go back into Charleston. I want to wake up in Charleston and begin my week right. And after dinner, they were like, are you, are you sure that you want to go? And I was like, you know what? Let's just pop that bottle of wine and let's put on like a movie. And like that was music to their ears. Yeah, They're like, oh, yes, great. Now your room's all made up upstairs. And we watched the new Nick Cage movie. What, What's it called? Yeah. The, the, uh, the unbearable the, weight. Like, of unbearable ma- weight of massive. Yeah, we talent. watched it last night. Craig, have, have you ever heard of this? I watched the tra- a part of the trailer uh, right. the other day. How was it? Um, like it, it wasn't like you know fantastic, but I, but I love Nick Cage and I love Pedro v- v- Vascal. Vascal. Yeah, and I thought that 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 he did great. And, um, and I mean, it was an entertaining movie. It was an entertaining movie for sure. You know, he's it's been away not for a any while. sort of like awards, but it, but, but it was one of those movies where, where like, I saw it when I was beginning to look for movies and I was like, guys, let's just watch this. Right. Because sometimes searching for things like on Netflix or whatever can just take forever. Yeah. And everyone has to kind of be like, eh, 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 but I just put it on and we were all laughing and it, and, and it was kind of the perfect movie to end father's day no that i mean that sounds perfect and uh i'll tell you this goes back to like what we were talking about a little bit earlier ago um so friday my flight on american got pushed to like midnight um and i wasn't gonna have my parents pick me up at like midnight from the airport and where we live there aren't like ubers or lifts so Saturday morning, I got a Southwest flight to Baltimore and the lady next to me on the flight was talking to the other lady and she was like, I'm so excited to go see my grandson this weekend. Um, He goes to the Naval Academy and then she was like, so hopefully I get to see him like more than once or twice, but you know, he's got his friends now. So like, it just depends. And it like broke my heart because I was like, oh my gosh, she like they went from weekends where they would come visit us for, you know, for days on end and they were our whole world to now she's just hoping her grandson like pops in on his weekend to say hi. And that's what kind of made me, that's where all of this came from because I was like, Oh my gosh, you're so sweet. And <laughs> that is sweet. Um, I, I just think, yeah, Craig, uh, I mean, it seems that especially in the craziness that uh, you and I seem to find ourselves in a lot in, uh, in this world that, uh, I mean, we're at the age where it's like going home is like such a safe space, right? And it's like you can turn off 
social media and you can just hang out and play golf or eat crabs, which is like your favorite meal in the world. And yeah. just, you know, hang out with Fenwick and your brother and, and I get to do, you know, the same. And it's, uh, that's, that's where we are in life. Craig, are you, that is where we are in life. Do you, have you always been close to Katie? Or are you getting closer as time goes on? Because I, Oh my gosh. I, I mean, my situation is so unique, Craig. I mean, the fact that I'm eight and a half years older than her, right? So when she was born, she was like, she was like my little play toy, right? I, I would like, you know, push her like around the house in this freaking toy car. And then obviously I hit my teenage years and I'm like, I'm like, I'm too cool for school. And then I go to high school, you know, I'm in freaking high school and Katie's like nine, right? So like, how could we possibly be that close? Like, obviously she's my sister, but you know, we're not close. Then I go to college and like, I'm in my own world and Katie's finally turning into like a teenager. And then Katie is too cool for school. Right. Because right. that's what teenagers are or, or like, you know, preteens. Right. And then, so like, it really, really took until she was like a junior or senior in high school to where she was like, Oh, maybe I can ask Austin this shit because he's been through it before. And then we began to really get close. But like, it's such an interesting thing. If you think about it, we both kind of grew up with like only child tendencies because I left the house and she grew up all through high school and middle school with me gone. Right. So it was like her, you know, freaking oh, house. Oh, that makes, so, like, that actually both, makes way more things more clear than you would ever imagine. <laughs> So it's like, we certainly both have, and like, it's funny to admit, because I know that like, it's not a good thing to, to admit that you have like an only child syndrome, but I don't think we you both have went to admit through it. it. <laughs> you know, we both went through it. And so when we go on like, you know, vacation, Katie and I fight for like the best room. Right. And like, that doesn't normally happen. Maybe it does. Well, you know, the oldest like does, kid usually like, just gets it. Well, I mean, ding, ding, ding. Right. Like, you, you, you bet your ass. And then, um, then it would you know, switch but like to the like older that we get, you know, now I don't care. Right. So it's like my parents bought the house in Seabrook and Katie was like, okay, well I want this room. And I was like, you know what? Take it. I don't, I don't care. Katie. You oh, know? That's cool. I have right. like a better bathroom than you. You, you have like a bigger room, you know, all good. So I, I do love that we changes. still have rooms at our parents' houses. Cause a lot of kids, don't a lot of people and there's nothing wrong with this but when they move out their parents convert their bedroom and it's something that you know my like I know my mom would never dream of touching my bedroom like she still loves to like add stuff to it and redecorate it but I didn't realize that until you know dating and other you know when you start to visit other people's homes where you're like and you know that's why Paige and I are so similar she's got similar parents like her room is still her room and so I love yeah. that you guys picked out bedrooms in your parents' new house because yep. going yep. home is to your bedroom. Like there's not a safer feeling than that. I'm going to start putting things in there. Like I might even hang a few pictures. I don't know if they want me to though, because they're going to have guests coming. Right. Yeah. So, um, that is but, weird when your parents, the first time your parents use your room as a guest room and you're right. like, all right, people, like we have a guest room for this. And they're like, well, we had more friends come and you're like, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. And my parents love to have friends come in, especially because they just moved from Charlotte. Like 
they want their friends to come down from Charlotte. And so of course they're going to be using it. So I don't know how much that I'll be able to personalize my room here, which, which I don't care. I don't care. Like my house in Charleston is 40 minutes away, but you better believe Craig that when I moved out of the bigger room, when I went to college, Katie moved in right away. And then, you know, obviously what were we going to do once I graduated college? Like there's no way that I was going to be like, Katie, we're switching back now. So we never did. So it was just her freaking room. And then I had to go to her bedroom and that's just the way it was. I mean, she bogarted my room immediately. That's funny. Yeah. I mean, she, that makes sense. She commandeered it. You know, <laughs> I began to come home from college and there are pictures like a Justin Bieber and, and like one direction all over it. And I was like, what did you do to my room? I, uh, yeah, Christopher and I had, you know, we've continued to get closer as the years go on. It really happened during college when we had like similar interests and like, honestly, I, it might be bad to say, but it's like kind of like when he started to drink, you know, and I, it shouldn't have taken that long, but like when Christopher started to drink and we started to see each other out at like high school parties is when we started to like really get closer. And now as adults and we're like, he's way more mature than me. So I, I feel like I'm like five years behind him and he really like is excited to see me mature now. But anyway, we're closer than we ever have been. And it's a great feeling. That's actually interesting, by the way. It's actually interesting that you say that once he began to drink because kind of the same thing happened, right? Like I was trying to be like the cooler older brother and at, and at Thanksgiving, I'm like, all right, Katie, let's drink, you know, here's some wine, you know, you know, let's have fun. And she'd be like, ew, no. I was like, Katie, you're in 10th grade. What is wrong with you? And it took her until she was like a junior to finally like come around to drinking a bit and, and this and that. And then we really began to start to bond because at first she was so like, ew, no, I can't believe that you would offer me alcohol. I'm like, really? What is going on here? Like, what is going on? See, I guess you guys still get to stay at the same house for Christmas though, but Christopher's house is five minutes from my parents so he doesn't sleep at our house anymore for Christmas and I remember that being like uh, oh man but I mean he does wake up before me so it's not like I knew he was there or not well, by the time I walk downstairs he's there um, which this isn't about Christmas, but on Christmas my parents I mean, still videotape it my dad's got like the tripod set up and his camera which one day we're going to be so happy that they did but um Anyway, all of those like weird things that, you know, when we were younger that we didn't appreciate are all becoming kind of cool. But, um, yeah, I, I, uh, I, 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 you know, this will be the first Christmas there. That'll be interesting. That'll be an interesting one. But you know what, Craig, as long as we're all together, as long as we're all together, we can make anywhere feel like home, which it is home. Awesome. All right. Well, we'll be back with the next <laughs> the next section of this episode of Pillows and Beer right after a word from our sponsors. It's too nice out there to be too damn high. Just because we've aged out of summer break doesn't mean we don't need to chill out. Ditch the munchies, paranoia, and potency of today's weed with dadgrass. Look, as you know, Austin and I both like to dabble with certain things and make ourselves feel better, but sometimes it's just it's just nice to mellow out, but still be able to function throughout the day, which is where dadgrass comes in handy. Dadgrass is legal, organic hemp that relaxes your body and mellows your mind. Dadgrass CBD products are made with 100% organic hemp. That's easy to dose and the effects come on smooth. They offer a 
<clears throat> they offer a variety of products from their token smokable pre-rolled joints, as well as hemp, flour, and a variety of CBD tincture drops. Enjoy the effects of CBD while keeping a clear head. All Dadgrass products are federally legal for ages 18 and over, and it ships right to your door anywhere in the U.S., Go to dadgrass.com slash pillows and beer to check out their products. Whether you're looking for a new buzz or a chill way to enjoy an old favorite, Dadgrass will leave you in a euphoric mood. Right now, Dadgrass is offering our listeners 20% off your first order when you go to dadgrass.com slash pillows and beer. Go to dadgrass, D-A-D-G-R-A-S-S dot com slash pillows and beer for 20% off your first order. That's dadgrass.com slash pillows and beer. All right, everyone. Welcome back to this week's episode of Pillows and Beer. Uh, Craig is clearly on a Jack Harlow kick. Uh, first song was Harlow. That song was Jack. Uh, we started the first part of this week's podcast. Very uh, family-oriented, heavy, um, interesting because uh, Charm, Southern Charm Season 8 premieres tomorrow uh and we began our segment talking about things other than that but craig um i I have to ask you you know this is your eighth season my fifth what's what's uh you know i mean i know that you did a whole bunch of interviews and they asked you this question probably a whole bunch of times but what do you feel about this season of southern charm uh well i'll tell you one thing it is um you know going back to the beginning i Three seasons was my goal because I idolized Jersey Shore back then. And I was like, if you get to three seasons, that means you've made you've made it. I never, never dreamt of getting to a season where we might hit 100 episodes this year, Austin, which is a huge milestone for any television show. Wow. Um, yeah, we're currently at 86. So if we have 14 episodes this year, we hit 100 or we're at 86 wow. or something. Yeah. Wow. Um, 86, including the reunion. So or no? Just for like- a while, I wasn't going to consider I wasn't going to include the reunions and then I talked to someone else on TV and they were like no that that is an episode of your show you get paid for it like that's, that's yeah I mean you have true. to count that so um the see this season though I think is going to be one of our better if not one of our best seasons um you know we, we got to see how it pans out but I love that we have a bigger cast this year there's more story to follow and I'm excited about it. You know, I, I tried to watch, which, you you know, I've always struggled with that. And I made it 10 minutes in and then I, I stopped because, you yeah. know, I got angry. But here's why I'm happy. Paige watched it and it's fine. You know, she was upset about a couple of things. But really, I you know, I want to be able to enjoy this season because I think it's going to be really funny. I think there's going to yeah. be a lot of fun stuff a part of it. And I I just have to, you know, I have to take baby steps. Um watching it but yeah i i um, agree with what you said i've i've actually mimicked that to uh, a bunch of the outlets saying like i just think it's fun because i've always wondered in the past right so it's like all of our cast photos are are always just like six people i'm like why don't we do a like a cast photo with like 10 you know 11 12 like then it's just more people and less pressure on like you know you or me or chef or you know whoever and like like all these people coming together, I think that there's going to be a lot of story that I didn't even know that happened, which is what I think is fun about about our show because you know if we're not there, then we don't know what they're filming. So it'll be interesting to like you know to like meet you know Vanita on 
the show and to meet like Olivia and, you know, to, you know, learn more about Taylor and, you know, Caleb. And, and I just think that with that being said, that they definitely wanted this season to be more about our friendships and funnier. And so I think Craig, I mean, we, we cross our fingers every year, but this might be the year that they actually show us being funny. (laughs) Yeah. I I mean, I, I, I think so because, you know, we had our COVID season, which was a little weird, which, I mean, every show was. No everything one really about that it. was weird, though. You I know. mean, everything. It it was a dark And time. I think this is back to, like, old school Southern charm of, you know, there's there's stuff that happened couldn't think of. And there's just going to be bombshells, but there's going to be, like, the guys getting along, the guys fighting. I, I told a lot of the outlets yesterday, this season is about problem uh, or is about... Um, Fuck, what did I say? Oh, conflict resolution. Um, there's a, You'll see a lot of conflict resolution or attempts at conflict resolution on this season. And it might be tough for some people, you know, to watch back because that means those conflicts are about to be thrown in their face again. So, you know, it's going to be an interesting one to work through. I, I would be lying if I didn't say I'm excited, though. You know, they've only seen me and you on vacation in the last two years. And they finally know, get to Craig. see... Our lives. And, uh, you know, I think it's super exciting. And uh, I'm glad that you bring that up. Right. Like, you know, we've been on Winter House and then Summer House. And, you know, those shows are about partying and being on vacation. And they're going to get to showcase your business. They're showcasing mine and like real life things. And for that reason, I am excited. And and I honestly hope, Craig, that that, you know, next week we say the same thing. And the week after that, too. And on week 10 and. Beyond, I I hope that we. I mean, I know I I just have a lot of faith in it. I and and we say this every year, but this year just feels different. I feel I, like they really want to show us again as being friends in Charleston. And I I wasn't in other years a proponent of a bigger cast. I can honestly say that I just didn't. I don't know if I was threatened or if I just didn't want it to get too diluted, but this year I'm pumped that there are so many more stories to follow. Uh, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be great. Um, and I like a lot of the new people and, um, you know, obviously we don't discuss Southern charm too much on here, but you know, it is premiering and, uh, were you able to watch it? Not yet. (laughs) Damn it. I know. I know. And I've been telling people that I'm going to, and I will, um, I will, I will, because I know that it's, uh, I know that it's a good one, right? Because I've had yeah. plenty of people watch it and call me and be like, oh my God, it's funny. And you know, you say this and you do this and you know, it, I mean, it's episode one, you know, how, how dark or, or, or bad could it be? Yeah. And like, it's not even that Craig. It's just gotten to the point where like, I don't know, like I'm, I don't like to watch myself on TV. Yeah, well, like, and that's, that's what it is, right? It's not normal. because I think that like I did something bad. It's just because I, uh, I'm just like, I'm just, I'm over watching myself. Well, like I was with, um, the morning toast girls today and they're like, Craig, a lot of people don't like hearing their own voice played back. Yeah. Like it's oh not God. weird to be kind of shy about watching yourself. So, and like, that's what it is. That's what it is. And that's what I want it. Like, that's what I want people to know is that we're not afraid because it's like we did something bad. It, it's more so like, I just don't really want to watch myself. <laughs> to be, to be totally and, and there's a lot of crazy stuff that happens. Um, so yeah, I think by the time this airs, the episode's probably already out. Um, 
you know, if I can suck up watching it, which I'm going to, um, to. maybe we can start to watch the episodes live again. That would be fun. Um, I think it would be fun. Um, I think that people would like to see our reactions to uh, ourselves because I swear, because, you know, when they send us the episodes, yeah, I typically don't sit there and watch it on my laptop. Like, I know that some people get it and they're like, immediately they open it and they watch. And that's not... That's not me. So if we watched it live, uh, I think that those reactions could be really funny. Yeah. I mean, they, if, if no one saw it watching, like, you know, I just did that with Madison, um, which I guess Scorpion is now Madison (laughs) Scorpion. We just watched, you know, the finale or the reunion where I was an absolute mess, right? One of the more embarrassing things. Did you watch the whole thing or just like part, part one of the reunion? No, we watched part one and then we did part two. So anyone listening, you can watch on bravotv.com me watch the reunion for the first time ever uh, where I was just blacked out drunk and yelling um, at people. But there is something to be said about time going by, you know, Austin. So maybe definitely, maybe we can, we can, you know, reckon with ourselves when we watch it. But uh, yeah, I think it's gonna be a great season. And, um, you know, I look forward to continue to do this, you know, if, if they'll have us. Um, (laughs) But then I'm looking at uh, Nick's notes today all over the place. Um, He says, Colin Morikawa pours his cereal into his milk. I know, that yeah, goes both, all over the place. Yeah, both ways. Um, no, I think you're crazy. I mean, I'm I'm nuts, but I don't pour my milk. I don't yeah. pour cereal into milk, and the only time that would ever happen, and it drives me crazy, is if I want a second serving of cereal, and it drives me nuts that I have to pour the cereal on top of the milk. Well, this next one, Craig, I am going to read it because I think it is a ridiculous thing. Um, Nick, you sicko. But, uh, I mean, I don't even know what, what, what yeah, to say about this. Where do you this. even just get this stuff? Where do you get this stuff? But Nick wrote is a in, wonderful place. in the notes, some British airmen caused a stir by uh, having a on their base. I guess they snuck a girl in and eight guys, eight guys while the rest watched. That is some savage, sick sort of stuff right there. I Nick, she was uh, what, do you, what do you Google? What do you Google? It's been all over the place. A bunch of people have talked about it just because it's well, so... Are you not, sure that that's not, not just like it. your Pornhub search history? I'm positive. Apparently, this certain group of airmen have already gotten in trouble like for certain things in training. They all got reprimanded for conduct unbecoming or something like that. So, was it Rooster? To party. <laughs> was, it, was it Rooster and Hangman? So they've been put on standby and are not allowed to take part in any NATO. Yeah, I guess technically they didn't do anything illegal. It's just it's doesn't make the army or call themselves. It doesn't make them look good. I mean, I so they're probably not what happened was there was videos that got out and uh, they were just like, what, we have lost control of our of our people. Um, yeah, that's I haven't seen that on the news yet. Um, there's a high school baseball game in Iowa and almost 20 parents got ejected for bad behavior taunting other kids and the umpires. Honestly, the umpires, this is, this is just the truth. And my grandfather umpires softball games now that he's too old to play. No way. I have never hated. My, my grandfather did it uh, for baseball games. Really? How I funny love that. Is that? Yes. yes. My I, 
just will always hate umpires and referees. I always will. There's a computer that can do their job, and there's a right call and a wrong call, and I don't care about the integrity of the game. I never. The only oh people that gosh. want the integrity of the game are the people that like the bad calls. It's either a strike or a ball, and that I've, is I've a freezing cold take. I've okay, seen no, some perfect games. I've seen some perfect games messed up because an umpire wanted to feel relevant. Uh, not all umpires, a lot of them are great people, but you know, I read this headline and I instantly think that's because the umpire sucked. And but they were also what, yelling at players on the other team, like parents were like screaming shit at like kids and stuff like that. Too. Well, then, that, just then the you umpire. just have a bad coach that doesn't know how to discipline his kids' parents. Like that, that, that you should never be yelling as a parent on there, but yelling at the umpire. I mean, when I watch kids get ejected now, I was like, my dad used to run on the field and grab me if I like. Well, he was the coach, but he would. We would be punished internally for yelling at the umpire. I would be benched for it. Um, but to see the umpires just throwing people out of games now drives me fucking nuts. So yeah. Anyway, that's. I see Austin reacting over there. So we'll have to. Yeah, I I think that the integrity of the game. I think that umpires are really cool. I think that human error is potentially part of it. I think that now with like you know football games and stuff, it's like. Oh my God, like they can zoom in so much to see like, you know, that toe tap. I mean, think back to 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s. Like, come on, man. They didn't have that high tech, you know, freaking camera to see if this man had possession of the football. I think that it's but if it was, but if they caught the ball, then yeah. why? The, the only reason you had okay, 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 was okay, because okay. there wasn't Y'all a computer relax. to do it. Okay. So what I'm saying, okay. What I think and like what I think is great is that now you can challenge in baseball and, and I'm, I'm really not trying to get into this like huge baseball talk. What what I wanted to veer to was, Craig, what sort of parent do you think that you're gonna be if you're at a baseball game and you know an umpire calls like a like a ball as a strike three and you're sitting there being like, Are you blind? Like, are you gonna be that parent? No, but I was that because I've been that person before. Like I've been kicked out of Christopher's soccer games before because <laughs> there was a ref that used to hate me and he would take it out on Christopher and just make these awful calls in soccer. Um, And my parents would jump down my throat and they said, go sit in the car. And so, no, I don't, I don't think parents should ever be yelling anything negative from the stands. And as a coach, I wouldn't allow it. Um, What if, uh, what if, what if a parent, like, what if, playing a hypothetical here. What if your kid sucks at sports and he, you know, never gets a hit. And then some parents is like, Oh my God, you know, this kid again, would you be like, listen, man, I will, I will drag you in the parking lot and, and, and whoop your ass. Yeah. Cause I feel like that would set me off. I'd be like, are you seriously heckling my six year old son? Like I will kill you. I, I mean, that's kind of one of my goals is to be able to coach my kids sports. Like my dad was though, because I would do it the same way he did. I would draft in a way of like, I knew who their family was and I wanted to put a team together of good kids. And if their parents couldn't handle sitting in the bleachers, they would watch from the baseline, like down in left field or right field, because that's terrible. I mean, that's, that's someone that's just living through their child uh, because they were never good at sports. And you can see that a mile away. I mean, 20 people, Craig, ejected for bad behavior and taunting. Like, Okay, I, but see, that's what the headline sh- says. How many umpires in their life have ever thrown out 20 people? So I want to know. I want to see a video. I want to see what actually happened. Because if they basically... If I can this, see him doing this. He'd be like... 
Yep, that's what I'm saying. Like, just at everyone he basically and just, out of here. He probably called a strike three on a terrible pitch for the seventh time in the game, and they right, were just right, like, right. "This guy's got to go." And he probably threw out everyone. Um, <laughs> I also want to know what what age? Oh no, 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 okay, never mind. High school baseball game. And, and uh, then probably what happened was the rival players were like, yeah, get out of here, old man. And then they were probably like, son, I will whoop your ass. Like, you know, I mean, especially if it's Iowa, you know, I mean, that that's some corn fed. You know, I kind of like they, these they, random might have been like that. These random news news headlines that you're bringing us, Nick, because um, it, it kind of feather fetters off into other stuff. But, yeah, I mean, I, I love hockey right now because hockey, you can review everything. Um it, you know, it sucked for the Rangers. Like, they called back a goal because the guy was offsides and scored the goal, and they review every goal. I mean, they, we just have the technology to do it now. So I think um, I, it just oh, breaks man. my heart that's, every time. That, that's, like, like, basically saying that you want, like, do you know how many people would lose their jobs? Like, how many jobs that that, that would take away well, from? Well, they would, no, because then there'd be a room of people running the, the computers upstairs. But, uh, but but it certainly wouldn't be the umpires. You I know? would it, trade it out an umpire's job. That's for damn sure. Yeah, that's true. But, well, okay, well, that's not professional-level sports. Um, I, I'm saying go completely electronic. I, that's what I would vote for. I agree, um, just because, especially with gambling being so prevalent now, everything needs to be right. Yeah. Like, you can't screw over a game that's going to cost somebody a couple grand because some dumb call because the umpire's got isn't as mad that he's also. I will tell you this I've never understood even how to be an umpire because I was a catcher for a long time in baseball, and like, how the fuck someone standing behind me knew if it was a ball or strike has never made sense to me. Um, and that's why being a good catcher, you can freeze the ball. But I know that I, it's a challenging job. I think about job. this all the time too, Craig, with like you know, umpires and you know NBA refs. Like, how do you not get caught up watching the action? Right. And like, you're just focusing on the rules. I mean, it's so crazy. It's like I would get caught up so often, and I'd be like, "Oh my gosh, man, that was a great play!" And then like, like another ref would be like, "Austin, you missed it," and I'd be like, "Sorry, what?" Yeah, they'd be I like, mean, "Was that a two pointer jam? or a three pointer?" And you'd be like, "Oh, I wasn't looking at his feet." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I was looking at the fact that he just drained that over this dude and that was awesome and like and football like there are so many rules and stuff to watch holding, in football. you know holding yeah. and like encroachment and all that shit it like baffles me how they like see these penalties happen and so soccer like, offsides you have to watch when the ball is kicked versus where these players are standing i mean it's an impossible job that's why I, the only one that i think is easy is or the easiest one is being a base umpire, a field umpire in baseball, and Maybe calling right. if the guy got to the base before the ball did, or like a tag. That that would probably like, be the easiest. Like the umpire in the outfield, or like the third baseline umpire. I mean, either of the, like you know, like calling someone out at first would be the only thing because you have a sound of the ball hitting the like glove, and you can watch the guy's foot hit the base. But yeah, I mean. I just, I never wished that job on anyone, but I also, God, I used to get so mad at some, I still remember the umpires that I, I would show up to the field in baseball and be like, there's no way that that guy's calling our game today. And then my dad would be like, keep it together, Craig. <laughs> I never, 
I never actually had that thought. Like, oh man, it's this guy. Well, that's how this bad son of a bitch. some of them were. This son of a bitch. I swear, if he calls us a strike, <laughs> I am going to shove my foot. <laughs> and you're 14, amazing. you know? Like, what do no, you know? At exactly. 14? I never had that thought that like some umpire was out to get me, but it seems that Craig has always had these thoughts. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess that, that has followed me late into life. He's <laughs> like, the government sent this umpire here. <laughs> I know it. I know that if this umpire was on my side, I would have a thousand batting average. This is bullshit. Um, yeah, I mean that's that was uh, that's funny. I got to look at the video for that. Um, I guess we might as well, since Austin did read the one that was I was nervous to read. Uh, this one says Amber Heard apparently is so broke she's now writing a tell-all book. I'm not can't give opinions here, Nick. Why are you saying she's broke? Was that your opinion or is this a headline? No, this is a headline. Okay. I mean, well, Amber Heard yeah. is writing a tell-all book. How about we go with that? Oh, my gosh. Well, think- I mean, well, we're just kind of going with facts here, Craig, right? You know, the fact is that they're saying that, that you know, her net worth was like, you know, four and a half million dollars and she owes Johnny, for, you know, freaking 15. So we're all just assuming that she's broke you- and that she can't, up- she can't apply for, uh, for, See, I think I have liability insurance. I hope I do to cover like a lawsuit like that. Maybe you're right, dude. You're but, right. Like, is it included in your, it's not, it's not in your homeowners, but like, uh, <laughs> I need to do this. It's a kind of nerve wracking. Cause you're like, wait, if she actually has to pay him that much money, like that's a lot of money. Well, and in Virginia, you can't appeal unless you can put down a bond with like the cash amount in case. And if you do lose the appeal, it just gets paid right there. So that's why they're saying she hasn't appealed yet. Um, yeah, I mean, that just sounds very, very expensive. Um, all right, cool. Well, uh, you know, I, I don't, a tell-all book I don't think is the right path to go when you just lost a case I don't for either, defamation. I don't, I don't either. Like, at some point, it's like, hey, look, you know, like, lick your wounds and move on, right? I, I, I've feel like like I've experienced this like a few times and it's like, gosh, you know, the more that you try to fight back, the worse that you kind of look. So it's like, look, a court just ruled this. You don't agree with it. Maybe give it some time. But instead, the fact that it's immediately going to like a tell-all book, like there's no... Uh, yeah, like just, just there's other ways to better your image and then instead of trying to tell, like prove your point still. Like just go out there and get involved in the community. Don't try to convince everyone that you were right and not wrong because it doesn't matter at the end of the day. I agree with that. I, I agree with that. Um, I, I, yeah, I mean, not on Amber's level. But she's, man, all of America was talking about it. You know, I mean, all uh, of America, you know, not just like Bravo Nation, right? It's like all of America. And to turn around and just like, no, 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 I, I am right and he's wrong. It's like, well, it doesn't matter anymore. That you're it wrong. doesn't yeah, matter yeah. anymore. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. It does not matter anymore. It doesn't matter. You know, maybe in a year, people will forget about it. And, and you might even get like, Another job again. I don't know. I don't know. But like you go off and you try to. You're not going to get a job by trying to explain to everyone why you're not wrong anymore. Just go do better. Um, Never. It never really works, does it? All right. Well, we will uh, be right back after this break. We'll answer a few questions and uh, can't wait to see what you have for us this week. Man, that song will always get my beans going. I've been watching way too much New Girl, and they say beans all the time. It makes me laugh. Um, I had never I, seen it before. I, I loved your first two options. That one, 
That one was uh, a Craig song. Yeah, that was a Craig. That was a Craig song. Well, I didn't know if you liked that I was playing a new style today. You just said, "Oh, Craig's on a Jack Harlow trip or whatever," and I didn't know if you liked that or not. Um, First question is. All right, Austin, you ready? Hi, my name is Jack. I'm 24. My sister and I are excited to watch you Thursday night. I just asked this girl out, and she wants to go see a movie Friday night. How do you know when it is appropriate to put your arm around her, or do you wait to go in for a kiss when I walk her to her car or go for it in the theater? Unfortunately, I will not have Austin there to play kiss the girl for me. Help a guy out. (laughs) I love that. I love when, when you can tell that people have been listening religiously to the podcast, right? When like they pull something like that out of the air. Um, oh, that's such a good one. Okay. No, well, just, let me tell I mean, this is story part of growing up. My first time. <laughs> yeah, this is my, my first time I brought, um, a girl who has been in my life. I mean, my whole life. And she was my very first, I mean, quote unquote girlfriend. I mean, can like you actually have a girlfriend in sixth grade? No. Right. Like, I mean, you know, what does that even mean? Anyways, I bring her to the movies. She brings a friend and I obviously bring a friend and we're halfway through it. And I look at her and I ask her, I say, if I asked you to kiss, wait, if I asked you, if I could kiss you, what would you say? And she kind of just looked at me and laughed. Right. So like she had done that before she had gone to the movies with like, like another guy or two and like, you know, made out and stuff. And I never had. And I asked her and she kind of laughed at me and we never kissed, dude. We never kissed in the movie. See, I've uh, used yeah. that before. Yeah. So like, I think, and this is a uh, first date, right? Uh, I just asked the girl out. And she I mean, but see, see that's why I wouldn't go to the movies like ever, because I did it one time in like middle school or my freshman year of high school and it was the most awkward two hours of my entire life. So especially yeah. if you're 24, like go do an activity, like an escape room or something f- different because everyone's been to dates in the movies and honestly, there is no right answer. You don't know when to grab their hand and God, hopefully you're with someone that just reaches over because it's scary and like grabs your hand or leg. But like yeah, true, I would never um, do a first date in a movie because it's there's no right answer to that. Okay, but I think that a first date at a movie, there's some like white hot lightning tension there, right? Because the girl's probably thinking like, is he going to try to kiss me? Is he going to put his arm around me? Is he going to And then the guy's just sweating clearly. He's like, I don't know what to do. I'm curious if they're going to see Elvis or like Jurassic World, right? Because if it's Jurassic World, then Top there gun, might be some- Get your beans going. Or, or, or Top Gun, <laughs> right? You freaking wait until after the beach scene and maybe you make a move. I don't I don't know, but I think that putting the arm around, around the shoulder is a good move. And I don't know what I would do, Craig. I think- I, I just- I, I think, think I would fake the yawn. I maybe. wouldn't I wouldn't go to the movies, but if you are- have something lined up after. He's going to the movies, man. He's okay. going to the well, movies. Well, then just say, He's like, the after the movies, we're going to go get dessert somewhere. And that's where I would be like, you know, you can sit at a bar and really tell from the body language. You can point your legs at each other. You can touch each other's legs with each other's legs. Well, like we don't know how old they are. You know, maybe he's, he's 24. 18. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, true. <laughs> um, look, Sorry. Austin's Sometimes better. Sometimes I, I just listen to you read yeah, the questions. Austin's and, better and at this than it. me because I was always so insecure well, and, like, clearly. shy that, like, 
I just came up with unique ways to do it. And um, yeah, a lot of times I would just be like, because it would get too long and be like, would you be mad if I kissed you? I mean, like Paige will tell me, she remember. finally had to be like, are you going to make out with me or not? She was like, yeah, that makes that, 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 that tracks. <laughs> yeah. Because, and that's that why tracks. like the movie for me, I mean, it also depends how, how long you know each other and like, it could be a lot of fun, but go to a movie theater that serves like drinks and like popcorn. Well, I guess they all do popcorn, but I think that you just, uh, embrace the tension and like embrace the awkwardness, right? Because she's probably feeling the exact same way as you. And that's yes. the takeaway. I think I would have been better in life if I just believed that people wouldn't have agreed to go on a date with you if they weren't, if they weren't interested also. Um, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I put the arm around her in the movie and then maybe when, when you drop her off, you go in for the kiss. I don't know. Maybe you, you put your arm around out. before the food comes. And then when the food comes, you have an excuse to take your arm off. So she doesn't think it's going to be there for like two hours. Right, man. That's always something too. I mean, yeah, it's always something too, where it's like, Oh my gosh, I'd be like, I began to hold her hand. Does that mean that I have to hold her hand for the next two hours? Yeah. You know? Well, let us know how it goes. We want to hear. Um, all right, this is a good one. So I've been dating a guy now for almost a year. We've only ever gotten into one fight. One friend in particular, uh, we always know this friend, keeps telling me it's not normal to not fight with your significant other sometimes and that he could be up to something. I think we just have a super healthy relationship. I think I got lucky. Is it that these friends are just jealous? I need a male perspective. Yes. <laughs> They they haven't found this relationship yet, and they don't understand it. So they're trying to pick, you know, pick at yours. Um, I mean, that's going to be my pessimistic view of sure. this friend's intentions because we've all been in relationships before where there's always a girlfriend of your girlfriend that isn't happy for y'all, even though your girlfriend can't see it. But you're just like friends wouldn't tell you that shit. But yeah, I don't, I don't like the whole, um, and that he could just be up to something. You're like, come on. Why are you assuming? Why would you try to make something like find something wrong with it is what I'm saying. I think, I think that in the beginning of a relationship, right, obviously there's the honeymoon phase and like, that's probably going to fade a little bit. Right. And as you know, you get into like a more normal routine, but it's like, there really shouldn't be that much fighting to fight about in the beginning. Right. I mean, you're not sharing money. You're not, uh, you know, you're, you're, you know, you're both probably like infatuated with each other. Um, I, I mean, I, I think it's amazing. Um, I, I, I can't say that like, you know, I don't fight. And, I, and, well, and, and I don't you know, think some dumb stuff doesn't happen, but like, if you don't fight at all, like that's incredible. And if like your sex life is, is good. God, girl, you just ride that. You ride that wave. No pun intended. Um, <laughs> I, That's right. That's right. Uh, look, Paige and I didn't fight until, and fortunately it's only been a couple of times, but it was around like probably eight or nine months. But, you know, how you deal with that fight after has been our, you know, the crux of our kind of success so far. But what I'm saying is like, it's normal to not fight. Like Austin's saying, it's not normal to fight. Um, but I don't, I mean, Austin 
you probably have a take on this. If he was up to something, he'd probably be a lot less patient with you. I don't know if he'd just be like, yeah, 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 that's fine. I'm going to go sneak away. Usually when someone's up to something, they're actually starting to pick fights with you because they either one think you're up to something because of their, you know, because they're doing it themselves or they're just sick of dealing with your shit. I mean, I just, I don't see you having a calm relationship because one's stepping out, but I, I don't know that angle. Yeah, I mean, I think that uh, you shouldn't worry about anything and um, you you should just keep on being happy with this guy is, is what it sounds like to me. Except you're a friend that's <laughs> upset that you don't fight with your boyfriend. Um, right. All right, we got one more question today. Um, or two more questions, actually. Uh, let's, you, just, let's, just, let's just pick one of these. Uh, outside of money or something similar, like a precious gem... That's an interesting way to spell precious, Nick. Yeah. If you could have one thing in the world, what would it be? Oh, that's Outside a good question. Money Outside of money and precious gems. So are you say, still saying material possessions, like a 350-foot yacht that I never have to lose? No, 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 no. I, I, I think that like it, like it, it's easy to be like, oh, well, what do you want? Well, I want $100 million, yeah. right? I would be so a superhero. I want a superpower. Like I want a superpower because I would love to be a superhero, even if no one knew it was me. That way, I, if I could save people, that's what I would love. I've recently been looking at this uh, Instagram account online that makes custom built, uh, like old Broncos. Well, it's not old because like it's custom, but it's like the old body type of a Bronco. And um, I followed them today, and the owner of the page, you know, reached out and was like, "Hey, man, you know, if you're ever in Atlanta, you know, come by and." I was like, wow. And then I was like, out of curiosity, how much does one of these Broncos cost? Because it's so sick. Like a 33-inch lift and just like the top down. It just seems like the ultimate beach cruiser. And every time that I pass a Bronco like that, I'm like, oh, that's it. That is the car, right? If I had $100 million, I wouldn't be buying like, you know, Lambos and shit. I would have like sick cars like a Raptor and like a Bronco. So one of these Broncos is something that I'm going to answer. Like a sick like old school, new. How much was it? You think? Like, oh, right, right, right. Um, I asked him, and he was like, "They they begin at two, two hundred. Oh wow, yeah, yeah that's. Perfect. I was like, okay, maybe I'll uh, just ride around in one. Yeah. for the meantime. I uh, <laughs> I'm not making that purchase just yet. I would pick. Yeah, be like, hey, I'll come do an Instagram ad for you if you need that. Um, just to ride around in one. Oh, oh no, definitely. That's what he said. He was like, "Hey, man, you, you know, let me know the next time that uh, you're in Atlanta, and um, and like we we can take you for a ride." It's like hell yeah. I would pick so material yeah, possession. Bro. I would pick a cool submarine. I just have always thought that would be so cool <laughs> to be like to go underwater. Either that or a secret room in my house, like a secret fort somewhere. Anything on okay. Spy Kids. So, um, so. Like a cool car, and, and, and Craig wants an underwater fort. Got yeah, it. I want an underwater fort. All right, Austin, you want to take us out? Sure. <clears throat> All right, guys, those uh, questions were great. This concludes another episode of Pillows and Beer. I'm glad that we could make it happen this week, Craig, being in different places. Too much fun. We love you guys, and we hope that you all enjoy uh, season eight, episode one, uh, Thursday nights at 9 p.m., literally, probably for the next four months. So until next week, guys, cheers. We love you. Love you all. 
What's up, Pillows and Beers listeners? I'm Reality Steve. If you're a fan of The Bachelor and all things pop culture, reality TV, you should check out my show, The Reality Steve Podcast, a daily show about The Bachelor, other reality TV shows you may be watching right now. I definitely throw in a lot of Taylor Swift talk and so much more. Search Reality Steve on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts.